Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. I am Dave Taylor. Thanks for checking this out. I appreciate it. Maybe you're new. Um, And I'll explain a little bit about the uh, podcast here. We're uh, FM 99s and 106.9, the Fox's only wrestling podcast. And uh, we're here in the Hampton Roads area of Virginia, Virginia Beach, Norfolk, Chesapeake, Portsmouth, Hampton, Newport News. Kind of give you an idea of where we are. And we've been doing this for a number of years. As a matter of fact, and I uh, appreciate the uh, support we had the last couple of episodes. We had some interviews with some AEW wrestlers, uh, Wardlow and Eddie Kingston, and uh, both interviews gained some traction on some wrestling sites, uh, especially the Eddie Kingston one. That guy was great. Both of them are great in the interviews and everything else. And uh, just the comments, uh, Wardlow talking about, you know, if the locker room changed after seeing Punk left and also... Eddie Kingston had a lot of things to say, (laughs) Uh, you know, talking about all the fights, uh, you know, in the ring and out of the ring, everything else and uh, some of the trouble that may have gotten him to. So I I appreciate the uh, the sites uh, sharing our interviews and everything else. Uh, They do wish, um, you know, maybe they include the interview like at the bottom of their page, just like including the SoundCloud link. But I guess maybe, you know, they link to like the Apple iTunes link and everything else. Uh, There's many different ways you can listen to our podcast, by the way. Uh, which is on SoundCloud or TuneIn or iTunes or uh, Spotify. And just search ESPR Wrestling. Anywhere you listen to the podcast, and more likely to find us. But again, I do appreciate the uh, the sites uh, picking up our interviews and stuff. And uh, it's just nice to get the coverage, and they got some nice emails in return for that. So thank you so much for that. And AEW uh, Dynamite, you know, I was there at the Norfolk show last week where, uh, you know, the the full face turn, if you will, for for MJF. And, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes when he faces Moxley uh, in a couple of weeks. But, uh, uh, you know, it's an interesting turn of events, how that came to be, because people want to cheer him. You know, even though he acts heelish, he, he's the cool heel. And I, I think they did the right thing with that. I mean, it was a good show. It, you know, it was a lot to compare from seeing AEW this year as opposed to last year. Now, I don't know, you know, if it's the economy this year, inflation, whatever you want to talk about. Uh, it wasn't as big as the crowd as it was last year. There was definitely probably maybe 1,500 less uh, seats sold uh, than uh, than it was the previous year. You know, and maybe AEW is not as hot right now as it was at the time. And, you know, they've had a lot of stuff going on. And, you know, I don't see the blooms off the rose. I mean, business is doing good. Uh, but, um, you know, that was just kind of shocking to see uh, at that end. But uh, But I enjoyed the show. It was great. Now, it's different. Last year, it seemed like they had everything jam-packed into that time. Uh, this this time, not so much. The segments were longer. But, oh, my gosh, the wrestling. Uh, the opening match uh, with uh, Claudio Castagnoli uh, taking on uh, Chris Jericho, the big tag match and stuff. That was uh, the former Cesaro's best match I've ever seen. And to see that in person was fan-freaking-tastic. I, I enjoyed that. Uh, go watch those clips anywhere you can. Uh, that, but that was by far his best match. And he's had some good matches, but I truly enjoy that. And to be able to see that in person, oh, man, I, I'm just hoping, you know, there, there's more for him outside of uh, that uh, brief run he had with the uh, Ring of Honor title, which uh, now uh, Chris Jericho holds everything else. Uh, other AEW news, by the way, uh, is, um, is the fact that Jeff Jarrett has signed with them. Of course, you know, we saw him on Dynamite this week. So uh, another uh, heel role for him, but he's going to be working uh, backstage with the company as well. And uh, kind of kind of an interesting signing, if you will, because you know he just left WWE 
But uh, you know, but this could be a big thing if uh, if he's going to work backstage and stuff. And you know, there's been some hints of some international live dates for AEW, which I, I'd like to see how they do overseas. It'd be interesting. You know, maybe there's more live events in 2023 because there's not really the house shows, if you will, that uh, are live events uh, that uh, AEW does compared to WWE. Now, WWE has kind of lessened their schedule a little bit. You know, it's not, uh, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, they're on the road every day, every day. Just, and, and you had A, B, and sometimes C shows all on the roads at the same time. It, it's crazy. And then here, you know, it's basically a Friday through Monday deal. For everybody, which, you know, helps out for business because one, you know, maybe less travel expenses. You're not going to go to the cities that maybe don't do big business and stuff and, uh, you know, less wear and tear in the wrestlers' bodies and everything. So we'll, we'll see how that uh, comes to play on that. So uh, what we're going to talk about today mainly is uh, WWE's Crown Jewel, which uh, seems to be all systems go. We're recording this uh, Thursday night. Uh, by the way. Uh, let me reset some things here. Uh, I know I mentioned where you can listen to us on uh, all the apps and everything for podcasts. Uh, you can also interact with us on social media, Facebook and Twitter, ESPR99, although I do a better job on Facebook than I do Twitter. Working on that, though. All right, so let's talk about Crown Jewel, which uh, the review for this is going to happen probably late Sunday or Monday at the uh, latest. And, uh, you know, I, I will say this. It's been different. The uh, show for this has actually had a pretty good build. And they've been working on this show for a while, especially with the uh, with the main event. So hats off to uh, you know, the new regime or whatever you will, as uh, the Vince McMahon um, investigation is done, and he's done with WWE. He's not coming back. But, um, yeah, he is done, done. So, uh, But things have been different. And I will do an episode to kind of break down the good and the bad with uh, Hunter taking over. But uh, we're going to run through the card here. Eight uh, matches on the card. And uh, we'll start with one that, uh, well, we, we kind of got Monday after Raw ended with Alexa Bliss and Asuka winning the Tag Team Championship. Kind of surprised me on Raw there. But uh, it's uh, taking that damage control in a rematch. And I see uh, Alexa Bliss and Asuka hanging on here. Otherwise, it'd be very odd for that title change to kind of go hot potato back and forth. But I, I don't see a title changing hands there. In that particular match. Uh, another tag team title match for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. The Usos in their very, 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 very long reign. Taking out the Brawling Brutes with Rich Holland and Butch. Uh, Sheamus out, uh, injured. However, he just got married, by the way. So probably honeymooning right now. He'll be back in a couple of weeks. Unless he shows up as a surprise here. But I don't see as much as I love the Brawling Brutes. And let's be honest, they've come a long way in the last year. Uh, I don't see them winning here. The Usos obviously going to maintain their uh, title, retain them, uh, and probably hold them. You know, they're going to break that New Day record. Oh, it's, it's coming up in just uh, a couple of weeks, as a matter of fact. You got a steel cage match with Drew McIntyre and Karrion Cross. Uh, Scarlet would be with uh, Karrion Cross. Uh, I, I see, you know, you know, uh, Drew's got to get some wins here. Not that it's going to affect him. But then I kind of hate to see Karrion Cross lose in the situation because he still seems kind of like the new guy. But there's been some guys losing. You know, Johnny Gargano's been losing, uh, which kind of surprised me. Madcap Moss and all this. And, uh, you know, so is uh, Karrion going to lose here? Uh, I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> then you got Braun Strowman versus Omas. 
Um, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't see. I mean, I, I give WWE credit because they're putting some matches together. It's like well, I don't see Braun losing here, but you know, Omos has already lost to Lashley, and you know, I know they're working on things here. You know, they'd be a great tag team. You know, maybe they they beat each other up and go. You know, we're better as a tag team than individuals, and then. Then go after the gold or something. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, I see Strowman winning here. Um, you know, or that or Omas winning by shenanigans, but not pinning Braun. But uh, Braun pinning Omas or Omas. Uh, that's what I'm going to go with. But if Omas wins, it will be with like shenanigans, a count out or DQ, uh, something of that nature. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. There's no titles on the line here. So this should be a pretty enjoyable match. You know, nobody in anybody's corner getting in the way. Let him go 15 minutes or whatever else. Uh, you know, good big man match here. And uh, I, I see Brock getting back the win against Bobby Lashley here. Uh, but I, I don't know if this one's done because I, I did enjoy the Rumble match. I wanted more of that. And then we got shenanigans. And uh, there you go. So I'm going to go with Brock winning that match. Uh, the OC, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson taking on the Judgment Day with Finn Balor, Damian Priest, and Dominic Mysterio. Chris Reed Ripley is going to be with them. Are they going to balance this out in the OCN? Is is somebody going to show up? You know, Emma, uh, somebody else, Mia Yim, somebody that's not on the roster going to show up here and help the OC win. I'm going with the OC winning, uh, but this feud is far from over, and I'm still enjoying it. Rhea, one of the top heels right now in the business, has been fantastic, and uh, it's, it's, it's been great. You know, I know everybody makes fun of Dominic Mysterio for whatever reason, uh, no, he's not his dad, but that's all right. You know, let him do his own thing. And uh, we'll, we'll see what uh, comes to this, but I'm going to go with the OC winning. Uh, this should be a uh, fun match on that particular card. You got the last woman standing match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Are we going to see Nikki Cross back in this situation here? That's where I got a feeling Bailey may steal this title. Only because uh, I saved Nikki Cross or whatever else. You, you know that uh, a lot of people are going to get involved here. And I think Bailey is going to win the title uh, in this situation and make uh, Bianca uh, chase again. But um, that's what I expect in this match. Uh, and hopefully they have a good match. I mean, their ladder match was all right. But I'm expecting more here. Uh, and we'll see what happens if Damage Control gets involved or Nikki Cross. But I'm going with a new Raw Women's Champion for Crown Jewel. And then your main event of the evening with the Usos in his corner, Roman Reigns defending the title the undisputed WWE Universal Championship versus Logan Paul, who's going to have his brother Jake Paul in the corner. So you got to the Usos, Solo Sokoa, and uh, Roman's corner. You know, somebody's going to get punched out, probably. Take it out by one lucky punch, uh, which will probably just, you know, cause a distraction. And then uh, Roman will spear uh, Logan Paul and put him away, uh, either pin him or choke him out or whatever else. But, you know, there's going to be some post-fight stuff going on which will probably re, uh, lead to a match with uh, Logan and Jake Paul taking on the Bloodlines uh, Usos at some point. Uh, Sammy will not be there, uh, but uh, we'll see uh, how, how this plays out. And by the way, man, Sammy Zayn is on fire with the whole feeling Usi promo and everything else, which was just hysterical. Uh, and you know, plans have changed. Kevin Owens, you know, we were supposed to see him on TV. Not happening as of late because uh, all this other stuff that's been going on with Sammy Zayn. And the Usos and the Bloodline uh, storyline, which has just been fantastic. So there's your show. Uh, what are the better cards for Crowd Jewel? And, uh, you know, the last show that was there was uh, pretty gosh darn good. So we'll see what we get with this one. There's been some concerns 
you know, with uh, some protests uh, in, in Iran and Saudi Arabia situation, but everything seems to be security protocols and everything else in place for WWE for the Crown Jewel show. So there you go. That's your preview of Crown Jewel 2022. And uh, looking forward to that. Again, the review will be late Sunday, uh, probably Monday, in all honesty, uh, when, I, when I get to that. But uh, thanks for listening. Again, ESPR, Eatsley Podcast, repeat, ESPR 99 on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, you can also email us, ESPR at FM99.com, 1069thefox.com or FM99.com under the media tab. And, of course, many different ways you can listen to us on podcast apps, uh, iTunes, uh, TuneIn, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Check us out. Subscribe, follow. Make sure you get the notifications uh, when we put up new episodes or go live on our Facebook page. We do that from time to time as well. So enjoy the show. Let me know what you think about it uh, in the comments of where you're listening or email us, ESPR at FM99.com. I am Dave Taylor. And as always, make sure you eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Have a good day, everybody.